listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. To El Mirage, or is it that we go this morning to say good morning to Tom and welcome him to Mark and Neanderthal's Middle School. Three questions, get two out of three correct, you graduate, and those Zoo Lights walk-through passes are yours. Good luck. All right, thanks. So we did this yesterday, and it was kind of fun, so we'll do it again. You know, Pfizer supposedly has this vaccine coming out for coronavirus, but Pfizer makes many, many products. Pfizer also makes Chantix, which you've probably seen the commercials for. What does Chantix do? Does it help adults stop smoking? Does it cure narcolepsy? Or does it reduce the size of skin tags? Ooh. Uh, I believe it's smoking. It does help adults stop smoking. And it might be the creepiest commercial on television with Ray Liotta. He looks like a zombie. Oh, that's right. That's when it helped yep. him. Yeah, it helped him quit smoking. And you look at him and he looks like he looks like that character in the, the, the Hannibal Lecter movie where he's eating his own brain. It's really weird. Good morning. Here's your next question. <laughs> Pfizer also makes Prevnar 13. That sounds like a planet you'd visit in Star Trek. Yeah. What does it work to prevent? Black lung disease, pneumococcal pneumonia, what? or chronic mumps? Uh, pneumococcal pneumonia. Nice <laughs> job. He just, he just wanted to say pneumococcal. Yep. All right. <laughs> if you pneumococcal, I'll tell you all about it. Oh, come hey, on. Hey, come on now. Oh, no. <laughs> they also make... Zeljans. Let's see if you can go for the clean sweep like here. A, that sounds like a genie that comes out of the little <laughs> Zoltar box that you get on the boardwalk. They also make Zeljans. What does that treat? Restless testicle syndrome, sweaty palms, or psoriatic arthritis and ulcerative colitis? Ow! That's a mouthful, but it's, it's letter C. It is letter C. <laughs> Psoriatic arthritis and ulcerative colitis. That's my favorite band that played at the Mason Jar. <laughs> That's right. the double bill. Yeah, right it was there. great. All right, hang on, buddy. You're a winner. All right, thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate you listening. Yes, we do appreciate that. He's going to uh, Zoo Lights. Got some walkthrough passes for that. All right. Social distancing, staying home, it's still kind of in style. So once again, we will give you a suggestion. It's the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. Now, this is uh, this is an interesting one because normally when I think of sports movies, I think of, you know, Slapshot or Eight Hoosiers? Men Out, Hoosiers, you know, North Dallas 40, something like that. This is sort of a combination feel-good movie, sports movie type deal. It's it's the American spirit, mm. the spirit of triumph Yeah, what this is, overcoming obstacles. The story of a kid from uh, the, the other side of the tracks who comes from very poor and, and horrible upbringing who triumphs over adversity and becomes a multi-millionaire pro football player. Mm-hmm. Talk about the blind side. That's right. One of the few offensive linemen you've ever heard of. Michael Orr. Michael Orr. Michael Orr, everybody. And the movie is The Blind Side. And you know what? For her birthday today, we'll have Candace from down in our sales department. Born on Friday the 13th, is she? <laughs> All right, then. Give, give you a click, a quick plot synopsis. Michael Orr, a homeless teen, has drifted in and out of the school system for years. Then a well-to-do couple, played by Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw, take him in. They eventually become Michael's legal guardians, transforming both his 
his lives and theirs. Oh, yeah. And he's really good at football. He's yeah, he really is really good. He was really good at football. He hasn't played <laughs> since 2017. But interesting things about this. Um, there were there were fraud allegations with regard to how he got into school at the University of Mississippi, where he played for Ed Odron, the guy that sounds like uh, the character in The Waterboy. Yes. He's got the big old little crappy boys. He does. As it turned out, Michael Orr, his senior year, walked into his senior year with a 0.76 grade point average and actually took online classes at BYU as a senior in high school to get his his grade point average up so that he could be allowed into school yeah. to play college football. So, what's your excuse, ASU lineman guy? <laughs> <laughs> Even Faber College wouldn't take him originally. Yeah, no, he was uh, an, the, and a hell of a football player. Most of his career with the Baltimore Ravens, a good football player. Yeah, the movie itself, is it trained to Busan good? Eh, quite, but it's a very good movie. It is a feel-good movie. And Sandra Bullock, who won an Oscar for her performance, I always looked at her as cute and plucky. In this movie, she is downright sexy. You can't take your eyes off her during the movie, and she does a phenomenal job. It's a very, to me, I would compare this, and I know this is going to sound weird because it sounds like I'm doing artsy-fartsy movie uh, comparisons, but her performance in this movie is very similar to Sally Field in Norma Rae. Uh, Where she was, she's she's very tough. She's still yes. she's still attractive and feminine, but hard, but hard and hard, tough, yeah. and and when pushing. she needs to be, yeah. And I think that you know, I mean, it, it was another side of Sandra Bullock that I don't think anybody saw. We were so used to seeing her as this sort of, you know, flighty, fun, whimsical. This was the first time, almost like when Robin Williams did one hour photo and stuff like that. We saw somebody we weren't used to seeing being so hard and grizzled, yeah, doing that, and and it won her an Academy Award. Yes, uh, also features Tim McGraw as her husband in a smaller role. It was funny because at the end of the movie they show pictures of the real people. Right. The guy's like 75 whereas Tim McGraw's like 50 in the yeah. movie. It's, you know, they didn't show the, they didn't highlight the massive age difference and the second wife thing because people make assumptions. People like me make assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a, it's a really good movie though, except for the annoying kid. Yes, that's and, the only negative. And keep in mind, uh, Michael Orr, when he was twenty one years old, was six foot four and a half inches tall and three hundred ten pounds of testicular firepower. Makes a good offensive lineman. He was that. Yes. So there's your movie, The Blind Side. It'd be a, it's a fun watch. It's a, it's a good watch, and I think he also won the Super Bowl with the Ravens one year, didn't I he? I think that's possible. Yes. Yeah. So we had a nice little career there. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear something yeah. very, very strange mm-hmm. and a little disturbing. If I had children in the car right now, would be a good time to uh, to earmuff them right there because what you're going to hear is horrifying. On Saturday, when we did the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive, there was a point where I was sitting chatting with a couple of our promo team members. Who do a great job every time we're out somewhere and don't get enough recognition for it. So thank you to all of them that make this thing happen every time we go somewhere. And we were talking about food. And one of the gentlemen named Pete made the statement, oh, I don't like soup. Wait, what? Yeah. Everybody said, you don't like soup? Wait, what? He yeah, said, that, yeah, that happened. I don't like soup. So yeah. how do you not like soup? It, it It's very, very bizarre. It's and we, un-American is what it is. We have Pete with us because we needed to investigate this a little bit further. Pete, how does one not like soup? It's not all soup. It's just not, I don't prefer it. You know, it's not, I'm going to go out and be like, oh, I want some chicken noodle soup. That sounds like you're backtracking because your statement on Saturday was that you don't like soup. 
I don't. <laughs> I do not like soup. Was... Pete, I, I want to ask you if you remember the specific conversation we had when uh, Josh walked by and I said, Josh, Pete doesn't like soup. And he said, you don't like soup. What a... and, and he goes, what about ramen? And do you remember your answer? Yeah. I do like it, but it can't be soupy. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> all right, Pete. I'm gonna I'm gonna point something out to you. Do you eat cereal? Not really. You don't eat cereal in milk? Not often. No, I don't have uh, breakfast soup. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's soup. <laughs> Hot soup is a staple of America. Um, nah, maybe. Uh, no, I don't know about that. I don't think so. Really? Well, yes. Well, you are such a foremost authority on soup. Do you understand the definition of soup is basically food served with a liquid base? Yeah, but it's not It's not filling. Well, that's got nothing to do with it. That doesn't mean it doesn't qualify that's, as soup. That's why it's always served in a diner with a sandwich. <laughs> soup and a sandwich. Or soup oh, and salad. That's tomato, that's tomato soup. No, tomato soup sucks. I think tomato we can all agree. Tomato soup does yeah. suck. Tomato soup we sucks. Can, we can all agree on that. Yeah, and, and tomato raised, soup makes yeah. V8 juice seem like a good idea. <laughs> V8 juice is for people that, that can't take the time to cook soup. Yeah, I'll put a little vodka with my uh, tomato soup. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, well. Listen, Pete, we just wanted to let you know that you're anti-American. Yep. We're but we still to, like you. We're going to have you removed from the country. We've called the authorities during this phone call. There should be a knock at the door very shortly. All right. I'm waiting. Okay. He doesn't <clears throat> like I, soup, ladies I don't and gentlemen. Know, I don't know if he can work here anymore. Yeah. So one of the great comfort foods, one of the most comforting items in the entire spectrum of food. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Clam chowder, mm -hmm. chicken noodle. I know. Beef with barley. Mm -hmm. Even progresso lentil. Mm -hmm. eh, um, eh. Eh. Yeah, here's the thing. Even things like SpaghettiOs uh, are can technically soup because there's way too much sauce in it. So you basically get the macaroni in a tomato base broth. It's not supposed to be that much, but there is. I would argue with that, but regardless... Uh, nobody can argue with soup right. in general. I think we soup. should. I think we should get credit for not pulling out the soup Nazi reference, but we can't let this one go. A man goes into a restaurant. He sits down. He's having a bowl of soup. He says to the waiter, "Waiter, come taste the soup." Waiter says, "Is there something wrong with the soup?" He says, "Taste the soup." He says, "Is there something wrong with the soup?" Is the soup too hot? He says, "Will you taste the soup? It's wrong. Is the soup too cold? Will you just taste the soup?" All right, I'll taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha. What do you know from funny, you <laughs> bastard? So we just talked to a guy who was on the KSLX promo team because they were out with us on Saturday. Temporarily, though, because I'm going into HR and I'm going to ask to he be fired. <laughs> that he be let, removed, yeah. yeah. yeah he be fired. He's creating a hostile work environment. We, we found out we have a guy on our promo team who doesn't like soup. Which is It was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. Ridiculous. Never heard anybody that say that. Stop that. But we heard this. I'm not uh, going to disagree with your programming guy that uh, soup isn't that great. I actually don't like it either. Here's another yeah. unemployed listener right there. Right. And, it, and yeah, just uh, I don't I don't know well, I don't what know these people I don't know where these people come from. Here's the thing. When you say these things and you write these things on the Internet, they're forever. And, mm -hmm. and when you try to get a job, they look at this and go, hey, you want to explain this? You don't like soup? You know, how do you not like soup? I'm afraid, I'm afraid we have no room for you here. Help me understand. Yeah. Help me. Yeah, I don't like soup either. I don't like liquid food. You don't like what about chicken noodle? I'll, I'll only have that if I'm if I'm sick. Otherwise, uh -huh. I don't like soup. No. Uh huh. Chicken and rice. 
No, ew. Okay, wait, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on a second. I love his reaction. Hang on. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm calling shenanigans here. Because there's really no difference between chicken noodle, chicken and rice, chicken and stars, except for the shape and length of the pasta. It's the same friggin' soup. It's all the same soup. The dominant taste is certainly the same. It's the texture that's different, is what you're looking at. There. Yeah, I, there's no, yeah, I guess. If yeah. you like your pasta in cute shapes, you'll have chicken and stars. But it's still chicken noodle soup. It's the same thing. I, you know what we need to do with these people? Round them up? We need to round them up. Yep. And we'll put them into what we would call food rehab. Now, of course, there has to be a punitive element to it. You right. need to punish them for not liking soup. I would think so. They have to so, eat it all with a fork. So you <laughs> make that's it as part difficult of it. as possible. You start them on tomato soup, which, of course, is the, the sewer of soups. Maybe the worst soup ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you move them to lentil, which is eh. Then you start with split pea soup. And then you go from there, and you be, and it's only when they're ready to graduate do you move them to something like New England clam chowder. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you all right what? over there? You look like you, you look like you're raging. What is wrong with you guys? What are you talking about? You you start with tomato as yeah. the worst. Soup. Eating, tomato is tomato soup is, is punishment. Tomato no. soup is like it's like oh wiping your feet on a doormat and it's, then putting that oh in a cup of yeah. a broth. If, tomato if you guys soup is awful. Start with uh, Manhattan clam chowder, which is neither Manhattan or clam chowder. You're right, though. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Fine. I will defer here because fine. clam chowder is white, not not tomato, orange. No, you're absolutely right. Soup can be good. There's bad tomato soups. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but no. split pea and and lentil, fine. Those are those are awful. I would no also like to have that. I would like to add to the pile miso soup, which is which is if Again? I want if I want <laughs> no because who wants who wants what is that soy? What is that stuff? What's in miso it's, soup? Those cubes it's of tofu. 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 Stop it. Yeah, and, and I want and, food in my soup. Tofu oh isn't food. Tofu. It sounds too much like toe jam. The wow. the problem is cheap soups are just awful. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, there's something to be said. But yeah, but then, the, but, but the consum- dehydrated. But consomme have, is considered a apart. consomme is considered a gourmet soup, and that's ass. Yeah, well, that that's the base for most soups. Yeah, consomme soup well, is like if you wrung out a sweat rag into a bowl. Well, consomme, it depends what the consomme is. It depends what the broth is. Bad. It's all bad. No, no. If you've got a nice chicken broth, maybe that's so all you need if you've been sick. You're agreeing with Pete, then. No, no, no. no. I'm saying consomme he's is right. No, he's, he's not. Nut. All no. soup is bad. He's there a are n- <laughs> no, he's a nut. There are some bad soups, but not all soup is bad. Soup, it, soup as a concept, conceptually, yes. soup is awesome. Yeah, once you move into the wonton soup, the beef oh, and barley yeah. soup, the cla- the, the New real England clam, clam chowder. chowder. Yeah. Yep. When you move yeah. into that domain, you're standing in high cotton there. You are farting through silk underwear. There was a place that I used to go to, a sushi bar I used to go to, that had clam soup, which was literally broth with two open clams in it. It was like, like steamed clams. They were just wide open and you were basically, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was awesome. Come on. Soup is good food. Oh, oh. One of our guys on our promo team doesn't like soup. How can you not like soup? It started quite the controversy. What's wrong with you? Good morning. So here's the deal. These people that don't like soup obviously have never gone through a Midwest winter, first of all. Maybe, yeah. Or, or New England winter. I mean, no, yeah. obviously, New England clam chowder is just is the stuff right there. No, soup is one of the great yeah. coming out of the cold foods. Yeah, you go down to Louisiana, man, even if it's hot and steamy there, you grab yourself a big bowl of gumbo and you're in. I love, uh, my ma used to make a great potato soup, mm-hmm. but my overall favorite is lobster bisque. See, how can a food be bad yeah, if yeah. it reminds that man of his mom? You know, John emailed and says, somebody claims to not like soup. Well, they obviously <laughs> haven't had my mom's homemade vegetable beef barley soup. Oh, my gosh. Talk about comfort food. 
See, again, it's one of the great comfort foods of all time. And it really is. It's one of those things that we overlook. Like like now we've been talking about it. I am craving a big bowl of Louisiana gumbo, but you can't get it here in the valley. You can't get a good gumbo here in the valley. Are you you a gumbo snob? I absolutely am. What are you, big time in me? I absolutely am. When it comes to gumbo, eating gumbo anywhere outside of Louisiana is like going to Taco Bell and calling it Mexican food. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love Taco Bell. Make no mistake about it. I will down multiple chalupas and give me some of the quesadillas all day long, right. but it's not authentic Mexican food. No, a gumbo in Louisiana is oh, phenomenal. It's and, so good. And it's a great soup, and soup is great. Soup is awesome. Soup is good food, is it not? Oh, you know what? I remember, do you remember this? This is, uh, sure. this will be, this goes back even before you and I were born. That's what Campbell's soups are. Mm-mm, good. We love soup. Yep. And then I think they switched over to soup is good food. Soup is good food, yeah. Both were accurate. Yeah. All right. Listen. So Pete will be fired a little bit later on. Send yes. all your resumes to the radio station. Actually, he will be boiled in French onion <laughs> soup. And served. <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, there are laws against cruel and unusual punishment. But when it fits like this, <laughs> gosh darn it. Hey, you know, we've gone. Pete is Soylent Green. Pete <laughs> is Soylent Green. We've gone quite a ways without mentioning 10,000 for the troops. So I just want to get in a quick mention. Please go to kslx.com. We are collecting cards once again this year that the military assistance mission will send overseas to soldiers, military personnel that can't be home for the holidays. It's something we do every year and we'd love your help with it. Go to kslx.com and find out more. You know, it's interesting Stupidity is timeless. No matter what happens, no matter how good or bad a year might be, there is a wealth of stupidity coast to coast and worldwide. And because we are responsible members of the media, it is our duty to tell you about it. It's the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Well, this happened last Thursday, a little over a week ago. Okay. And 25-year-old Sierra McClinton, who lives in Universal City, Texas, was enjoying a drink. And yeah, actually, she'd been enjoying quite a few drinks. Oh? Uh, Sierra was absolutely hammered drunk, and at a certain point, that can backfire on you. I would think so, yeah. Nothing really goes well when you get that hammered. It can come back at you, and Sierra was so drunk, she threw up on herself. So nasty, right? Mm. Sierra was... Guys, she's single! Yeah. (laughs) Sierra was still in control enough to know that when you throw up on yourself, you got to get that clothing off, right? So Yeah, it's time to go home. Sierra immediately took her pants off, which got the attention of the flight crew oh. on the plane she was on. Oh, boy. Yes. You know, there is a, there's a little known stipulation uh, in the airline industry that they can refuse you entry onto a flight if you're too drunk. Yeah. Which too drunk I wonder, to fly. See, this plane was up in the air. I wonder how this happened. She must have been buzzed already when she got on. I would think on, so, yeah. Because you, know, you, you can't buy that many drinks on a plane. Either that or she banged back a pill or two while she was in the bathroom and then yeah, put something on so. top of it and had a bad reaction or yeah. something. Trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the plane was in the air. It was on a flight from Jacksonville, Florida to Houston. Okay. After getting her pants off, Sierra then got into a scuffle with another female passenger who was trying to help her. Can you slow down a little bit? <laughs> and then took a swing at a flight attendant also. Which is a federal offense. Big trouble. Yep. 
Yep, Sierra was finally subdued by the flight attendant and another passenger, and the plane made an emergency landing in Mobile, Alabama. Sierra exited the plane in nothing but a T-shirt and panties. Which brings up the inevitable question. She was uh, that escorted by police. No, and, no, no, uh, there's uh, a question uh, mark. She was screaming and cursing. Feel, was that the question? No, I feel the necessary question has to be asked. On behalf of the entire listening audience, there's an important question that has yet oh, to be addressed oh, here. I, I think I in know the question. Yeah, could you please? Uh, is she hot? Well, well, we're waiting. Maybe. I didn't see a picture of her, but what, I'm wait, guessing. I, I'm guessing the vomit smell did ruin it. Yeah, at least for yeah, a but, little while. But you can't smell pictures. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and then again, there are some that are so vivid. Maybe you can. Yeah, All I right. didn't. I didn't see a picture, but uh, I do know that Sierra McClinton <laughs> is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And that story, the dumbass of the day, was sponsored by the brand new Roadrunner Harley Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. Now, the vaccine that everybody's been talking about, Pfizer. What, what vaccine? From Pfizer for, for coronavirus. For, for what? Coronavirus. What's that? Yeah. Say it's 90% effective. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, it has to be mass produced and packaged and shipped and so forth. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci, the foremost expert on infectious diseases in the country, says the average American should have access to the vaccine Bible. OK, the average American. All right. So that's just, you know, Joe Sixpack. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what that means to me? Nope. If you're above average, maybe you get the vaccine sooner. And who doesn't want that? Sounds like an argument for American exceptionalism to me. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like we should strive to be great. I would like to... uh, We should keep America great is what we should do. Absolutely. I would like to put forward my credentials for being above average and having easier and quicker access to the vaccine. Okay. I have O negative blood, which makes me the universal donor. Eh, I have O negative blood, too. You're not that unique. It only takes me one or times, one or two times of reciting a new credit card number until I have it memorized. Hmm. And I can name at least the first eight Allman Brothers band albums in a row. Huh. It's pretty above average. Well, <clears throat> those are things that you develop. Sometimes you're born above average like me. Oh, really? According to the Department of Health and Human Services, I am significantly above average in weight for my size. Okay, there's a three-letter word for that. Yeah, We don't have to use that now. Big. <laughs> oh, no. Fat. No. <laughs> no, massive. Okay. Huge. All right, so that is your uh, and, that is and, your input, and I don't know if you've noticed, but my head is exorbitantly large. Okay, so I'm just saying those are things that you you know you can develop the skills that you're talking about. Me, I'm born with it. No, the memorization thing that's innate. No, it's not. No, no, you got to practice that. No, I'm born with. I it. don't have to practice. I that's can't the help thing. being exceptional. I can't help remembering numbers like that. I can't help being above average. What's your above average quality? Because I'm up at 5 o'clock and going to work, and I don't have to be there till 8. Yeah, it sounds like you're brown-nosing is what that is. <laughs> she gets into work three hours early. Yeah, that's brown-nosing. It, like you're, you're, it sounds like you're angling to get the vaccine before everybody else. I'm not sure if she qualifies for an early vaccine. How about uh, Joyce? What, what is your above-average quality? Joyce? Um, loving those who do me wrong. Hmm. Oh, you mean you're, you excel forgive. at forgiveness? Yeah. 
Yes, I am. Wow. So if we hung up on you right now, you'd be okay with that? <laughs> I would. <laughs> well, we're not going to do that. I, I still love you guys. <laughs> That's good to know. I'm going to make a mental note of that. <laughs> no, Joyce, you have a great morning, and that is above average. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so very much. I'm an above average doormat as well. I, I, I was thinking anytime we need, we're, you know, we're wow. running out of time, we can hang up on Joyce and she'll be okay with it. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But uh, we will try not to do that. So, all right. So, 480-470-KSLX. If you're above average, yeah. Dr. Fauci says you might be, I mean, he didn't say this, but we're assuming. I'm implying it. It's the things that he doesn't say that makes it possible. Yeah. I'm inferring it. Sure. Why not? Uh, we will talk more about 10000 for the troops. Go to KSLX.com and get information on that if you want to collect cards for service members overseas yeah, for the holiday a, season. It's a cool thing that we do every year, and, and we understand that the, the challenges are different this year, but we appreciate it. We've made it as easy as possible for you to drop drop off cards all around the Valley. So check out KSLX.com and take part, please. The challenge is this year because of coronavirus, obviously, right, COVID right. and so forth. But and we're trying to get, you know, look, uh, we, great news. There have been several different companies that say that they're going to possibly have a vaccine uh, very soon, but uh, the average American... We'll probably not be able to get it until next year. Yeah, till April is what Dr. Springtime is saying. Yeah. Yep, yeah. April. So that's for the average American. But many of us feel we're a little bit above average. Yeah, and I think that that's, uh, that's sort of a sliding scale that we should, I don't know, maybe collect some, some people's names and stuff and send them off to Dr. Fauci, make sure they get put to the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, if the average person gets it in April, maybe the above average person can get it in late February. Or That'd be early good. March yeah. or something like Hell, that. So happy new year. You're, here's your vaccine. So people are telling us why they're above average. I think we have Aaron on the phone. With okay, us and, what's uh, up, Aaron? I think it's some sort of subject. Math. I do that. I do math pretty well. Do you do math pretty well? Yeah, that's what I do for a job. So. Yeah, what's what's nine times four? Oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> you don't do math very well. No, you do not do math very well. <laughs> I don't do that kind of math pretty well. That's yeah. multiplication. It's like fourth grade math. Yeah. What kind of math do you do well? The, the stuff that has a calculator yeah. attached to it? Yeah, like six-figure, no, six-figure percentages and accounting and all that kind of stuff. But you can't math. do four times nine. Well, I probably could if I thought about it. Well, what's two times nine? I, well, I would say, what, is it four times nine 45? No, no, it is not. Oh, five yeah. times nine is 45. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm not sure if you can't do four digit math. I'm not sure I trust you with six digit math. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to cast aspersions here, but, but but I have a calculator. I have a calculator. So you don't do math well. The calculator does math well. The calculator's you push above button, average. You push buttons well. Yeah. You have to know how to put it in the calculator for it to be right. But that's not doing math. <laughs> that's data entry. You do data entry well. The calculator's above average. <laughs> It has to account for something. Yes, but you're not really doing the work. The calculator is doing the work. Listen, Aaron, we're sorry to give okay. you a hard time. No, but this you, is fun. You have a great morning, all right? You too, you guys. Thank you. All Be right, well. take care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge, but no vaccine for her. No, uh, I think what we will use Aaron for is just tabulating how many people get early vaccines. Wait, so we'll give her a calculator. Here's the problem with. Here's the problem with Aaron. Uh, Aaron brings down the average of everybody. <laughs> you know, like when you're looking at the poll, you got the people that are above average, and then you've got Aaron. And then somewhere in the middle, 
is yeah. the average. The calculator gets the vaccine first, okay? Because the I, yes. calculator yes. is above average. <laughs> and it's working out mortgages and high-figure oh interest rates. All, All right. right. If you go to KSLX.com, you will see a graphic for Mark and Neanderthal's 10000 for the troops. This is something we've been doing for about three, four years now, and... The original goal was to collect 10,000 greeting cards for troops overseas who can't be home during the holidays. You know, cards you make. We have school kids do it, make cards. Uh, You can buy cards and fill them in. Just some kind of encouraging message inside is all we're looking for. And then we ship them off with the help of the military assistance mission. Yeah, it's something we do to just let them know that... uh you know, we're thinking of them. And, and and we have heard from soldiers who have served uh, and who are serving right now uh, what it means to them to just get a note to let them know that things are, things are yeah. you know, they're not forgotten, which is really important, I think, especially when you're away from your family. The holidays are all about family. I know Mark is, you know, going to be away from his parents this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Not sure if your kids are going to be able to travel. You know, I don't have any family around here. So I understand what it's like to be by myself. Imagine being halfway around the world yeah. and unable to be around your family. In a place you're not familiar right, with. Right, exactly. Um, it's it's Yeah, it's not always such a great feeling. So Earnhardt Auto Centers, they jumped on the first year taking care of the postage. They're doing it again this year. Hell yeah. And we'll thank some others. But first, why don't we, one of the favorite parts of this whole thing has turned into reading letters that, we have from from school kids, like elementary school kids. You know, when a first grade teacher, second, third, fourth, whatever it is, when those teachers have their classes do it, not only does it provide a lot of great, uh, you know, it's a great activity for the kids because it's a selfless thing. You know, you realize that there's something else besides you in the world. Yeah, it's a nice lesson to teach. But the, <laughs> the letters that kids write, they are so wide-eyed and innocent and sometimes rambling in just the, the greatest way. Yeah, right? no, it is, it's a, it's a, the innocence and the honesty um, and the entertainment value of children is something that we couldn't help but exploit. And if this motivates you to maybe ask one of your kids or somebody in your neighborhood to go yeah. around the neighborhood and make it take up a collection, because it's going to be more difficult this year to get these cards, obviously, with some of the restrictions that we're dealing with. Yep. Feel free if you are so inclined. These are great. It's from, uh, I believe, a third, second grade or something like that. Dear soldier, when do you wake up? I wake up at 6, but I feel you wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for being in the Army and protecting us from evil. Thanks for our freedom. We enjoy that we can live in peace and harmony. <laughs> That's it? Kids not following politics. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, yeah. baby. So young, yeah. so innocent. Thanks for sacrificing your time, your whole day. Thanks so much that you keep us safe. I hope you have a great Christmas, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. This is from last year, obviously. All right, and here's one. uh, This one comes from Carly. It says, Dear Soldier, Hi, my name is Carly. I am in fourth grade. Also, I love dogs and pandas. (laughs) Also, thanks for helping the USA. I hope that you can meet with your family and talk about how you have been. I am going to celebrate my Christmas by eating tamales. How do you celebrate the holidays? I eat tamales, <laughs> pozzoli, and sometimes eat cookies, too. We run to open our presents. We put up a tree. I have met a soldier. He's our PE teacher. Also, we really like him. I wish you a happy holiday season. Sincerely, Carly. Yeah, I, just beautiful. You gotta love that Those stuff. are fantastic. That, I mean, again... Um, hits you right in the feels, doesn't it? Yeah. It's great I, when kids kids step up and do something nice. I actually traded a couple of emails yesterday with some teachers, and they are getting their classes ready. So if you are a teacher, uh, 
We would love you to join in on this. And thanks so much to Port of Subs. Uh, like, every Earnhardt location is going to be a drop-off point this year. Every Port of Subs location. Desert Diamond Casino West Valley has been in it with us for every single year. They're a drop-off location. And Law Tigers have set up a bunch of motorcycle dealerships where you can drop them off. The entire list is available at KSLX.com. We're going to try and make it as easy as possible for you to drop off those cards for Mark and Interpol's 10000 for the troops. If you've already done so or if you're setting up a collection right now, thank you in advance. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to.